Now it's time for Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul. Hey there. Hello, gentlemen. What's up? How is everybody? All right. Good. Good. I got a full of donut. We had a little uh, accident before. <clears throat> we had the coffee spilled everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also we couldn't fi- find the texture anywhere. But luckily we called in um, and we have podcast superstar Jack who's all up in your face. Yay! Welcome, welcome Jack. I'm glad you're here. Um, and uh, of course Boogie's here and um, glad he's here. Sup suckers. All right. <laughs> Get it Boogie. Get it. Thank you for fixing my camera. Yeah, I can I can move too. Yeah, oh, thanks. Wow. Yeah, I'll move on. You know, I like to start the show with uh, a song. To me, a song that basically sums up the last week. And mm-hmm. this is going to uh, take it a little tricky, but it was it was big news this week, and I think you should, you should be able to figure it out. I know Jack, who happens to be all up in your face, um, he was watching this late into the night, Friday night, um, which inspired this song. So here it is. Here's John Lennon and the Plastic Ono Band with Instant Karma. Oh, no. So I'm guessing this has something to do with Kevin McCarthy. There you go. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. I'm trying to say with this thing. He, he got some instant karma. Yes. How did he do that? Um. Okay. <laughs> To be elected because, well, he's a liar. Yeah. And he lied all those people, and then they knew they could push him around, and then they don't have to uh, listen to him. Yeah. It was kind of pathetic. Yes. Um, Matt certainly loves him. You know, Matt Gates. Oh, oh, yes. This guy. Yeah. I'm talking to a guy over here. Beavis. And, uh,. I gotta say something about Matt Gates. You guys may or may not agree with me on this one. He was consistent until the end. Yeah. No, he didn't switch his vote. Oh, he didn't. I thought he always switched. I think he's smarter than all those other guys. Oh, do you? Yeah. I think politicians nowadays need to learn. The uh, we're past the Trump era, meaning if there's not a written rule for it, you don't have to follow it. Ah, uh, the old rules is all the Republicans vote for the Republican leadership. Uh-huh. That's there's nothing that says anything about parties in the Constitution. Right, right. And so it's like, why am I going to do that? So let me ask you this: Do you think what we saw there then was democracy in action or a broken organization? trying to figure itself out. Mm-hmm. Or, or are those mutually exclusive? I think it is. And we're talking more about this in the special features, okay? Mm. But I think it's a broken system, but it's not the Constitution or the Congress. It's the two-party system. Uh-huh. uh-huh. To me, as a young person, it looks very broken. Yeah, it is. I, 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 see, I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck is going on? Why uh, can't this just work? Yep. Yeah. See, the youth have spoken. Yep. But it's the two-party system that's broken. It's it's yeah. I think it's antiquated. I think it's past its time. I I wish. I don't know. We're not going to change this much, but I kind of wish we'd just do a parliamentary system. And I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
it, it ain't working right now. I'll just say that. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like democracy was there, and all of a sudden here comes uh, the Republican Party, Trump, Kevin uh, McCarthy, and they just spill the coffee all over the. <laughs> Was uh, the Plastic Ono Band with Instant Karma? Ooh. It uh, basically symbolizes the last week. Oh my God, look at this. Okay, here we go. So, welcome to Thank Past you. Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. I'm Chris, and I'm and that's and that's true. And I'm Paul. <laughs> this is show where we Review. Just listen to us. You won't need any other information out of it. That's our guarantee. It's Sunday morning. You're watching us on Facebook Live. Thank you for your patience. Patience. A- Amen, folks. On yeah. Facebook Live. We appreciate you. Help him. <laughs> <laughs> or you listen to us on KCTK Radio. We used to have uh, an affiliate in Rome, mm-hmm. in Arizona. Worldwide. No, we don't. No. <laughs> hey, what do you think happened to the, the, the uh, Ranger Rob guy? I don't know. Has he disappeared? He's disappeared. But you can join the program by calling us or texting us at 913-735-0060. We welcome your participation. Call that number if you listen to a rebroadcast of this, if you have any uh, feedback or anything like that. We sure would appreciate it. Or our Facebook page. Coming up with weekly news, quiz, pop culture update, incredible special feature headlines and predictions, plus much, much more. Hey, yeah, I think we're getting a lot of messages from our listeners. Oh, really? What do you got? Uh, let's see. I've got uh, Jane Whiting, Amy Linville Locking, and then Kat Logan jumps in as well. Thank you all for hopping on. Also, those of you that were here before I spilled the coffee and came back, I really appreciate you. Very, Thank you. It's very nice of you. Yeah. Um, so, what's going on, gentlemen? What is going on? You know, it's crazy. I was I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about. We haven't had a show for several weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two, three. So, I don't know. So, first thing, I don't know why. Does this ever happen to you guys? I've had a song in my head the last two days that I know I haven't heard in years. Does that ever happen to you where you get a song in your head and you you don't know why? Yeah. Yeah. Just stick in there. What song is it? It is... Yeah. It is your nobody called today by Sylvia. Sylvia, yeah, no, I used to love that song. I love that song too, and I can't get it out of my head. That now. will, you are one of the few people we may have had this discussion like 10, 15 years ago that knows that song. Oh yeah, period. Yes, yes. <laughs> I used to love that song. I it's did such too. a sad, cool song. It is sad, cool. Song. But you know what hit me, about Jack? You it? know that song? No, I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think you would. I just it, you should it check it out. It's good. No, it's really I'd be happy to. You what I didn't remember, because then after it's been in my head, I this morning when I couldn't sleep, I pulled it up and listened to it, and uh, I didn't. I had forgotten. So you know, his nobody called today. You know, she, she hung up. up. I want to ask her name. Yeah, <laughs> but then it goes into. She's not like pissed. I'm going to kick you out. She's like. I can love you like nobody can, even better. Like I'm going to show you that yeah. I'm better. Like I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you. Yeah. 
So I don't know if that makes Sylvia a strong woman in that sense, or if it makes her... It makes her sellable for the country audience. Okay. All right. I guess okay. you're right. Yeah. Jack, don't don't look the, up this picture, this song, okay? No, it's, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. I'd be, I'd be happy to, to get, give you guys a review on it. I'll let you know how it is. That you, would be awesome. I would love to hear a jack-in-my-face review on Sylvia's Your Nobody Called Today. You know what? I... <laughs> I had what? I don't know. That's quite a sentence. <laughs> I I was going along a, a long time where I'd wake up with a song. Just just hmm. all of a sudden just wake up with a song. Uh-huh. And I was writing them down for a while, but it <clears throat> does happen just out of the blue. Just out of the blue, because I know I didn't hear that anywhere, but I don't know. I think that's just probably one of those songs that you just love and it just I do love in it. There and it just I do right. now, love of course, it. when the show's over, I'm gonna Pull it up in the car. Yes. Spotify it. Yeah. And when you say pull it up in the car, you mean the song. Sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that that too. And I do, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say this. Today is Abby Whiting's Gotcha Day. So this is the day, the anniversary uh, of the day that we adopted mm. her in China. Uh, the first day that we met her was... Uh, January 8th, what, 2003. So nice. Uh, happy gotcha day to her. I'm sure she's up and listening uh, <laughs> down in Columbia, Missouri. So uh, they, lo- they love they you, Abby. So glad we got you. Uh, you're one of the greatest gifts I've ever had in my life. Thanks for making me a dad. You know, a lot of times uh, the college kids. Jack, this is it, man. Oh, this is the song. This here? is it. This is great. See? Jack loves it. Yeah, Wait till it. he gets to the chorus. Yeah. It's hey, a you know what we should do? We should make these videos where we play Jack songs from the old that he's never heard before. <laughs> you guys would be surprised at how open I am to that suggestion. That's yeah. that that a cool No, one, see no one's ever came up with that stuff. I'll send yeah. you guys some of my playlists. I got some oldies. I want to I want to see your playlist. Here we go, everybody. Here we go. She hung up when I asked her name, and I, I wonder, wonder. She wonders if she thinks she. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite part. Clever, clever. <laughs> oh, a little choreographer for you. You, you guys are old. <laughs> well, yeah, now that's true. <laughs> love you like nobody can. Even better. Yeah, so she was kind of the Rihanna back in the day. Uh, if that helps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe not. I mean, to be honest with you, I she could hear sold- Taylor Swift redoing that song. That's oh, totally a Swifty song. You know what? I I, I don't think she that. sold quite as many songs as Rihanna. You don't think so? No. Nah. I don't know. I don't know if she's a billionaire or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Last thing I that I, I'm gonna mention this because. I'm so glad to be past it. I didn't realize how much it had bugged me, but I had to lay off people at work on Friday, oh, which sucks. What? Sorry. And I had known that it was coming for several weeks, um, but then I had to have those conversations. And I just, I had felt the pressure, the anxiety of that leading up to it. But my God, Friday, about four o'clock after I'd had all the conversations, I'm like, I can't, I can't be awake anymore yeah and i went to draining. the couch i was totally draining and i completely recognize i'm not <clears> the <throat> one who lost my job so i just yeah. i feel awful for those people it was i'm sorry you had to go through this <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's that's terrible did you enjoy your nap after, after <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
I just nap. what I enjoyed was knowing that you know it was only four o'clock, so I was still getting paid for that nap. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, I, I don't see anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, that just sucked, and I hey, I felt good awful. Good for you being able to have those conversations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're welcome. What'd you What'd you end up doing for uh, the holidays, Chris? Oh yeah, so uh, you know. Kind of the same thing we we always do. We had Christmas Eve dinner um, at uh, Summit Grill with all the kiddos, walking all the way through, which was fun. Uh And then we just had all family time. I mean, it was nonstop, crazy. I was exhausted, but it's always. What was your favorite gift you received? You were a good boy last year. I was a good boy. Um, Let's see. I got. I really didn't get a whole lot of. Stuff. Um, Abby gave me a nice stocking cap. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I'm a bald guy. I know yeah. That. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. That's thoughtful. It's useful. And wait a minute. I wear a stocking cap. I have hair. So. Yeah. Why do you do that? Well, my very close bald friend wears stocking caps. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he does. Jack is so relatable. <laughs> He's so relatable. His name is Nate. Really? You have a bald friend? Yeah. He looks like he could be my dad when I stand next He looks to him. older than you, Chris. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. How old is Nate? 22, he's, right? Yeah, 22. Wow. Has he had a rough life? He's just he's yeah. stressed out all the oh, time. Oh, man. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah, enough about okay. me. Okay. No. What'd you do on New Year's Eve, though? Oh, yes, New Year's Eve. So, New Year's Eve went out, and we've not done that in years. We were <clears> typically <throat> sit on the couch, maybe go have dinner, but then just come home, be on the couch. But um, we went out with. Uh, some other couples, oh, and, and hmm. it was. Let me see if I can remember. It was Monica and Chad McAtee. <laughs> it was Matt and Laura Black. I mean, I'm sorry. Matt wow. Laura. It wasn't Matt and Kelly Black. No, it, was, it wasn't Matt and Kelly Black. You wish. Yes, it was Scott and Laura. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. And then, uh, and then who was that other? Co- oh, Nancy. And her husband. And yeah. And Paul Lavoda. Yeah. yeah. And you went around at Lee Summit. We went bar hopping in downtown Lee Summit. That's another thing I haven't done in that forever. Is fun. Wow. That's it, fun. That was a lot of fun. How'd that end up? Uh, it ended up uh, at at Waffle House. As well, look, all let me, let me good show you that. Let me show you that. There you go. Oh, that means it was a good night. Yeah. We wanted some queso. We wanted queso. And queso. And brown. We all wanted fucking brown beef and. Yeah, we want all kinds of shit. We wanted, like, waffle fries. You know how much Paul loves ground beef. We love fucking beef. Paul, tell your brother how much you love ground beef. Come on. Hey, Paul and I never stay out this late. We want to go someplace and get some fucking ground beef nachos and some queso. We want to be safe. We want cake iron. Ever. Hey. Paul loves ground beef. All right. Paul loves the beef. He does. Paul loves the beef. We're going into Waffle House. Fuck that. We're not. I mean, why do we have to go into Waffle House? We're going into Waffle House. Come on. Let's go. All right. So... You want to explain that? At yeah. All so we we had finished oh, we had finished the evening, and we were going home, but mm-hmm. we wanted a little something to eat, and so um, apparently Nancy and Jane were really wanting to go to Lakewood Local and get either the queso with ground beef or the nachos. I'm yeah. not sure which. I think they were talking about two separate things. They did mention ground beef a couple times. <laughs> ground beef came up, and your love, yes, of ground beef, yeah. Now those are those are beautiful flowers, are are brides. Mm-hmm. Like to them. 
Yes. Good for the Omen. They, Lovely. <laughs> they sounded hammered. <laughs> they sounded then, hammered. But the rest of the story, folks, is that we did go to the Waffle House and it was the best meal we it ever had. It was so good. Ever in the history oh, of time. Oh, my God. Yeah. I bet it was. <laughs> they always are. They always are. In that particular moment, <laughs> it's the best are. food ever. Now, Boogie, we haven't seen you in a while. Um, what's been going on with you? Oh, I don't know. Come on, you can tell us. Oh, Just but open up. Yeah, how were the holidays? Oh, holidays are great. Uh, Christmas was, uh, it was pretty low-key, I told you. Of Boogie decided to, that's what I call her now. <laughs> <laughs> Of <laughs> Have you watched Handmaid's Tale? Yes. <laughs> she loathes oh. it. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, Boogie. <laughs> so, uh, Of Boogie decided she was uh, going to pull a preemptive strike on my bullshit. I mean, following Thanksgiving, <laughs> who could blame So, she Up just Boogie. left town. She yeah. took the kids. She left town. She's out. Uh, I, I didn't have... My boys were there just for a little bit, so I was I was literally by myself. Yeah, Christmas Day, and I just fried some chicken and ate mashed potatoes on the couch. That's what you did on Thanksgiving too, right? You, you fried chicken. It was awesome. I was gonna say that sounds awesome. It was <laughs> awesome by myself. I could watch whatever. I watched basketball. Oh, I think it was like six or eight games. I watched basketball all day. That's awesome. So thank you, Jack. So so that was that. <laughs> I'm gonna call Jack next year. You should. I'm gonna call Jack. Yeah. Oh, and have him meet, have him meet. Well, it's more than that, Jack. I'm gonna call you and have you meet meet the boys. Oh, oh. Tell you more about that later. Okay. Anyway, so that was Christmas. Um, New Year's Eve, we. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. I don't. We ended up going out to. Uh, we went to a friend's house, and and yeah, of course everybody's drinking. But uh, Ugly and I decided to. Uh, Love it. <laughs> Decided uh, to help get us through it. We were going to partake in some gummies. Oh, oh gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So that really helped. <laughs> now, yeah, well, now, well, now Jack's interested. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some, some things came out at the party that probably shouldn't have been. So that was that was a lot of fun. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. it oh my God, he's talking about his dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Oh, um, so my daughter came up. Okay, no, wait a second. Let's go uh, back to New Year's Eve. Yes. <laughs> what about it? Me and, me and Chris are talking. Yeah. I said, he said, we should have invited Jack. And I'm like, that introverted fuck wouldn't have gone with us. I totally would. You know? And I wouldn't have had the gummies if I was hanging out so with you. So I kind of, uh, I, kinda, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know how you can say you cock block a party, but basically I did. I screwed you over. Yeah. It's okay. Your buddy Whiting's thinking of you. I'm thinking, I don't know. He don't, he don't want to go with us. Thank one you, of us. Thank, one, thank you for knowing me. Normally, I probably wouldn't have, but right. yeah, I'm sure one of us think, of one of us think too high of you. I don't know which one it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, thank you. Mm-hmm. But, but we would—we totally would have came. Well, we'll we'll remember that for next yeah. outing. Yeah. So my daughter came up. That was a blast for uh, for a, a, a whole week, and we just got to hang out. And this was like awesome. actually after Christmas. It was actually after New Year too. She just left yesterday. Oh, okay. And so you know, we took the whole family. And how old is she again? She's twenty-two, and she goes to Arizona. Boyfriend. And so. 
I don't know. She won't tell me. I, yeah. I don't know. What do you think about this college graduate over here? Oh. He's, he's got a job. He's going to be working for Keyonce. Uh, Keyonce. Gary Keyonce. And uh, he's going to be making some money. What? What do you think? Can we, can we make a love connection? He's got he's he's got a cool name, Keyonce. You're in there. It's actually called Keyonce. <clears throat> okay, but um, I like Keyonce. Yeah, yeah, Keyonce's fun. You, you used to be a group called Destiny Child. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. <laughs> okay, so she's, she's, she's looking. She's looking for you know, young a, a, strap, a strapping young man. All right, right here. I got wait, strapping what? Sure. <laughs> you, you went too far. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's my baby girl. That's my baby girl. God damn it. No. So so that was the highlight. I have to tell you guys about. I don't know if this is the right time about Uh-oh. this whole Trans Siberian Orchestra thing. Yeah, we might as well tell us. Right? I mean, we're, we've all been waiting for it. I, I keep getting cards and letters. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how they say never, never meet your heroes. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> Where the fuck is this going? <laughs> no. So, so I, I take full ownership of it. Because I, I I never Googled it. Jack, do you know the Trans-Siberian or- Orchestra is? Nope. I never Googled it. I just know the couple of songs. They're like big hits that come around, you know, yeah. come around Christmas. So I've been wanting to see them for literally 10, 12 years. Oh, wow. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> the name of the group is Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Jack, I bet you heard the song. You just didn't know about it. It's like a... It's Christmas like songs, it's right? a Christmas song. It's like this collision of orchestra and rock. Yeah, that's okay. the shtick, right? That's cool. And it's it's re- it's cool as shit. Their main song is cool as shit. They should not have the word orchestra in the title of, of their. <laughs> really? Do you know anything I, about them? No. Other than their big Paul, songs, do you know anything about them? No. All right. So the shtick is right. It's orchestra and rock, and it's cool, and it's like oh, it's awesome. So that's. I don't know if that's the main song. That's one of them. So this is what it sounds like, right? Yeah. So we get there, and it's it's like this dude is in the middle of the stage, all hyped up on drums, and he's got hair everywhere, and he fucking looks like Animal off of <laughs> <laughs> from the, the, the Muppets. Yes. And, and it, dude, I I was looking for way more KC Symphony and way less Tenacious D. Oh wow! So they say orchestra. Uh-huh. There's like eight people with strings behind the dude that's all hiked up on the stage. So based on where we were sitting, I don't even know if the floor could see the orchestra part. Well, is so is it the one guy? Is he the no? Oh, 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 oh no! Okay, so there's eight motherfuckers with electric guitars all on stage just hammering oh, the same. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard of. There used to be some things in school, and they used to show us during Christmas time, and that used to be them. Yeah, yeah. It, they're just hammering the same power chords and just oh, wow. going off. And and they say orchestra. There was so much singing, and I'm oh. like, and everybody sounds like Chad from Nickelback, <laughs> <laughs> and they fucking sing like this all the time, even the women. Oh, and wow. it's just like. Why does everybody sound? And why is there so much singing for an orchestra? <laughs> why is there eight motherfuckers? Oh, and they like all got the power stance and just fucking wailing. Every it has to be like a prerequisite. Your hair has to come down to the middle of your back. I totally would not. It have looked thought. like a, it was like a parody of itself, right? It was a complete parody, like '80s hair band and wow, like a a a, a hair flip 
every 15 seconds is mandatory no matter what song you're there's this chick on stage with an electric violin and she's fucking hair flipping and I'm like wow. an electric violin does not constitute a hair flip <laughs> what are you doing so there's all this singing for like three or four songs mm-hmm. and I'm like man y'all got all this singing there ain't no bras in the in the choir like you know black people and y'all doing oh, all this singing yeah. You gotta have somebody black. Hey, yeah. What? Can you see that on the TV? No. Hang on. Maybe I'm on the wrong. Yeah. So then. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. Oh yeah. So that's the main dude. Okay. Right. And he's he's doing all this. He's high five. Did you shoot. get to high five him? No, we were we were up oh, higher. I'm sorry. So here's the thing. Oh, oh there she there is. she is, dude. Right, so she's doing that, and I, she's probably not hair flipping now because she put somebody's eye out. But when she's on stage, she's hair flipping and shit. It's like, why are you hair flipping? There's nothing to hair flip about. So I guess what my overall question is: You've been well. You said you want to see him for like ten years. Yes. Are you gonna go? Would you go again? So I'm gonna get to that, Jack. Oh, oh. I'm gonna get that. I'm totally gonna get that. So there's all the singing. There's no black people. So then the lights go down. And they come back up, and this big Luther Vandross-looking motherfucker walks up to the mic, and I'm like, I audibly go, "Oh boy, here we go!" <laughs> like he's about to, he's about to blow the top. He starts fucking narrating, oh, no. in this fake Michael Caine accent. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what is it? Oh, wow. So then they start showing this video, and in the video, do you guys know who Ossie Davis is? Sure. I know. It's Ossie Davis. Yeah, he's an old actor, and old time. black actor. It's Ossie Davis and this young lady. I'm like. I said, Davis has been dead for like 20 years. Yeah. Why, is, why is he the main thing? In the, in the yeah, he, uh, Chris will know who he is. He played the grandfather on the Cosby show. Oh, okay. Man. Yes. Yep. I know who so he is. Yeah, back to this. He's more famous for being an actor before that, but the 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s. Yeah, Chris's soft spot. Oh, oh yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is just, this is nuts, man. So as you can see. Oh, wow. They're, they're all like carabinered in there. It did walking to the front of the stage. It was like an act of aggression for one of the guitarists. Like, if you walk to the front, someone else is going to run up with their guitar and they're going to start going back and forth. And, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, power chord. And I'm just like, what is going on? So, the other thing, uh, when you saw a second ago, there's like lights and mm-hmm. lasers and fire and shit everywhere. Yeah, there's got to be an epileptic warning for this. That's show. what I was like. At the beginning, so if we were at the T-Mobile Center, right? The, like the banner that goes around, it mm. says something like, "Maybe flashing lights. Be careful if you're sensitive." Or something like yeah. that. No, that shit should have read, "Listen, if you're epileptic, get the fuck out right now. This shit's about to go down. Don't walk up to the nearest. This is not gonna be good for you." So, dude, it, it was just, it was nuts. It was nuts, and. And so by the end of it, I'm like, okay, getting back to your question, Jack. I'm like, all right, this was not what I was expecting at all. There's hair flips. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a hair flips. (laughs) Look at him. So here's what what actually was cool about it, though. Look at their faces. I'm like, you know what? I'm sitting here shitting on them. They are having the time of their lives. They, They, the, the. Actors, I don't know. It was more of a performance than it was a concert. <laughs> Look at them; they're all oh, dabbing yeah. it up and shit. They love what they're doing, so I appreciated that. As a person who, you know, wants to be a 
musician. Oh, look at the hair flip. Oh, yeah. He wants to be a musician. I'm like, they were actually incredible artists. Um, the, an impeccable, you know, performance as far as the all the shit that had to go into it with the lights and all that. And it, it, so from that aspect, it, it was awesome. So, Jack, back to your question. Now that I know what it is... Mm-hmm. I would go back. Oh, cool. Right? I now didn't that I anticipate that was where I this was, was going. I was expecting the bill to be like, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I would, but I would know what to expect. Whereas at first, I truly thought it was an orchestra. Yeah. And then, you know, two or three guys with electric guitars, and they're just, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it was not that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would like to see them... Get beat up by Metallica as well. By real, by real rockers. Metallica would. Be. So here's the actual thing, though. This main guy here. Mm-hmm. I after I googled him after right the next day. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's worked with some huge Metallica's one of them. Yeah, he's he, worked with some huge artists. Well, he's a hack, whatever. So, <laughs> he's a, I don't know. Like, huh. I think he stinks. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's it, man. Wow. That's that's something. That was quite it. a tale. It, so was, it was that was the highlight of your Christmas your holiday yeah. break. That was not the highlight, but that was that w- maybe it was a highlight of like what the fuck is going on kind of <laughs> highlight in, in a yeah in yeah. a what the hell is going on kind of way. Sometimes isn't that nice though to not to be totally surprised like not know. Yes, yeah. I was completely. Let me surprised. ask you just one just kind of wrap up your holiday. Just one question: Did Uff Boogie get what she needed? <laughs> if you know what I mean. For Christmas. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, a gift. <laughs> right. Yes. What? Yes. What? Of, okay, good. Of Boogie got what she needed. Good. All right. That's good. By leaving the house. <laughs> Getting away from me. Getting the hell away hey, we from have a special you. guest here today. Yeah, this is exciting. And everyone knows him as Jack, who's all up in your face. <clears throat> Jack, what's been going on with you? We talked to you on, was it Thursday we had a podcast? Yes. Yeah, you were. Anyway, how you doing? You want to introduce yourself to this audience? Hey, everybody! I'm Jack, um, good friend of KCTK Radio, mm-hmm. and I just on my casual Sunday morning, I felt like walking over to the studio and I just to say hi, and now I'm here. Now you're on the show. Now I'm on the show. So sweet. Nothing, we too, don't, nothing too crazy. Nothing. Just a little special for you guys. So we don't encourage people just to walk into. Yeah. The no, studio. no. 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 You're. You already have an inn. You do a show here. Yeah. We can't open it up to the I'll general say, my, public. My, my pass is worked into the doors, the security doors. So <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. Well, I had a nice Christmas. Yeah. Let's hear about Paul's it was, holiday. It was, it was a good time and. Um, I got a nice book about DC Comics, mm, and mm-hmm. then I had a, a cool book. Yeah, and then mm. I had fun uh, New Year's Eve, which I never would have. Thank you. I never would have. I would have sat at home myself. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's what we would have done too, and it would have been fine. But we really had fun. That was cool. And I'm, I'm, I've been uh, suffering with a head cold the last week oh, or so, and, uh, but I'm, I'm up, I'm ready to go. Yeah, your voice sounds good, so that's good. You know, there's a lot of the news stuff that I've been interested oh. in. I'm gonna show. I want to. I want to show this video. Okay. And I told you a little bit that uh, it, you don't. You don't have to change it. It's on oh. this one. Oh, okay. I just want to know what you guys would do in this situation. Oh shit! I was on the wrong one. What you 
Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get him. Oh, I guess that's what he's gonna do. <laughs> Is he trying to do a karate kick on him? That was now? awesome. You gotta see it again. You would tell maybe the listener what what we're watching. I, there's some. There's a line at a convenience store, and there's uh, two guys. It looks like the guy in back is really John, the guy in front of him, saying, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You, you left out a huge word. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do, boy? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a white guy. You're right. That's a huge word you left out. Yeah. So yeah. I saw this on Twitter. Uh-huh. And so and, and Twitter is just a cesspool. Oh, So yeah. I write, <clears throat> does anyone feel sorry for the victim? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! What came back? Who was really victimized? You know, and I basically was saying the victim of the beatdown is what I meant. Okay, right. You mean the racist old white? The dude. racist old guy, <laughs> and the justification of hitting a guy mm-hmm. was out there. Yes. And what I was trying to say, from my this was this is my point of view. You can't get in a fight, man. You just can't. You got. You can't. The guy shouldn't have hit him. Although the point was, he deserved to get hit. Yes. And it made me laugh. Ha ha ha! I'm glad he got hit. Yeah. No, the Twitter people say he should have got hit, and that's how it should have been. I I agree. Does you hear what I'm saying? I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm beat the <clears throat> shit out of the old man. Hey, you're gonna get in trouble, but every human has that has that line, and. Okay. If you cross it, you crossed it with that person and they're yeah. gonna fuck you up. But like, you're, you're you're missing what I'm saying. I'm saying for a reason. I'm saying it's my son. <laughs> <laughs> we named him after you. <laughs> I'm saying from a pure uh, <clears throat> society legal <throat> point of view. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now stuff like this used to happen all the time where yeah, you you said something to the wrong guy, you got hit and you learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be too bad if we went back to that a little bit in the world. <laughs> yep. Okay. I see what you're saying. But I didn't feel sorry that this guy got clobbered over the head. Oh, God, no. No. You no. know, because he should have shut up. Mm-hmm. But, man, you would think you would think on the Twitter that I was uh, David Duke or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it started with, man, I hope that guy hits that guy. I hope that guy hits that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, take it. Can you can, hit? Can you hit play one more time? Sure, let's watch it again. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Oh, oh there it was. Geez. Oh, I'm gonna do this. Clock. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's just what you deserve. Oh no, he spilled all his beer back there. <laughs> <laughs> And, and Paul's post, the victim was the beer. Yeah. <laughs> the beer is the obvious victim in this situation. He stood for his rights and he, and he sacrificed his beer. So, so, man, back to Jack's point, I just... Yeah, but here's the other thing. Let me here's this. the other thing, though. At what point, you know, in looking at that video, in at what point does, does he have the right to protect himself? Because he's like... In his space, yes. and he's, you know what I mean. Yes. He's, he's looking like he's about to swing. I just feel like that if the cops came, they would arrest both men. Yes, no, they wouldn't. 
You don't think so? No. You think they, they just arrest the black they guy? They would just arrested the black guy. I think you're probably Period. right. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Period. I don't know. I just... <clears throat> I... I don't know. I want because I want, just like you said, legally they would have said, "Did he touch you?" Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad the guy got hit. I I, I feel probably. I feel so much. <laughs> so, I feel I so much remorse about the beer. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope also that this this asshole is going around with a big black eye, and they're like, "What happened?" Yeah. Here's. Do you think? Does he learn anything from that? No. no I don't no, think so either. That, uh, well, I don't know because, I mean, there's a chance that guy's really old. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's never been hit. Maybe he said that to other people and other people controlled themselves. So that could have been his first time actually because you. I feel like I would like to think you would learn. If that had happened to you before, I, I would you probably so. learn. That's a good point. So I feel like this is probably just a guy from a small rural town who doesn't give a fuck. They started going off, and then he finally got bit. Yeah, by some boy. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by some boy. Yeah, some boy. He'll, maybe, he'll probably not use that word again. Maybe, maybe, maybe this this guy was his change agent, and he's. You know. <laughs> he. You know what that. This we, the, we we see the violence and all of that, but you're right. You talked about Sean Kidd being a change agent for you yes, in your life. Absolutely. This, that You're was, right. It yep. could absolutely be a change agent. I don't want to get into the story, but the chunk kid beat you up. Sort no. of a different circumstance. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. physically didn't beat you up. No, 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 no. Okay. So anyway, the, the the moral of the story here is: don't say anything on Twitter. Just don't. <laughs> yes. Just don't do it. I mean, it's it's online. You you can't win. No. No. You can't win nothing. I just loved it. I loved. I loved the video. I loved it. <laughs> What are you going to do? This. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times have I wanted people to do that? How many times have I wanted to do that to people? Mm-hmm. Many? Um, A few? Three, three, uh, several times. Yeah. And uh, this, this instant karma is going to get you, folks. Okay? So oh, just, back to instant karma. So yeah. we're happy. Ooh. We're happy. And we I hope like that, that guy... threading that through. That guy lost an eye or something permanent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of hope he shit his pants there when he fell. Oh, yeah, that would be better. Yeah. Let's anyway. go to the news quiz. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready for the news quiz? Here's what I wonder about the news quiz this week. There's been so much focus on the Kevin McCarthy Speaker of the House race. I wonder if they're going to ask questions of stuff we have no clue about. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah. Probably. Do you know the news quiz, uh, Jack? Never, Jack? never heard of it, but I'm ready to. <clears throat> This is a slight news quiz. We ask questions, and we usually come up with the right answer because uh, we're so smart. We're avid, so smart, avid uh, news watchers, and uh, we're on the pulse of what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, th- which is why people don't have to listen to any other program but ours. Oh, that's part of our guarantee. Yeah, yeah. So, first one: the Valley of the Kings is an ancient burial ground for rulers. Wait a Wait, minute! This is the wrong quiz. Oh, the slate quiz. We want the news quiz. What? News quiz. No, that's not it. Anyway, Jack, it's a good feature and a nice (laughs) segment we have on here. So is this a website that just makes a quiz about the news? Every week, yeah. That's that's kind of fun. And I, I should say, we don't look ahead. 
for the questions. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> I just... Um, we don't even look at head of where to find the quiz. No, no, we don't even know where it is. I'm gonna go get myself a nice tea, folks. Yeah, sure. Okay. Leave the program. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, if you need refreshments. <laughs> okay, here we go. Folks. No, all good. Thanks, Jack. We're back, but this time we're better than ever. We knew the answers to the other one, but we didn't care yeah. about them. Okay. Okay. A 19-year-old Maine. 19-year-old from Maine was charged with attempted murder and assault for attacking three police officers in Times Square with which weapon on New Year's Eve? The machete. Machete, yes. That I'm one glad I knew. You said it the uh, French way. Too. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like to use the French. Um, authorities are investigating the attack as an act of Islamic extremism. Yeah. <laughs> He he probably was Islamic and he had a machete and he was there, but you know a guy comes in with an AK-15. That's not terrorism. No, no, because he's not Islamic. Yeah, this one I did see the story. The the kid's mom had reached out to authorities and said, "I think my son is becoming an extremist. He's on all these websites." Oh. Yeah. So the authorities have been warned. Yeah, please. Uh, this is uh, this is the kid's mom and. Uh, I'm missing my machete. <laughs> you may know it as machete. And if you could help, that'd be great. Yeah. Fuck you. But, but you are right. Yeah. So we had, that's exclusive audio we had. Yes. But some, some <laughs> dumbass with his AK in the subway that opened, or subway sandwich shop and yeah. opens fire. It's, what? When just, did that happen? Oh, it didn't happen, but I've just seen lots of pictures <laughs> of these guys that are wearing multiple guns on them oh, because they yeah, can't they so can. they walk around in public with all this i think if i saw somebody like that at the at the lowe's or the home depot i'd start to fight with them <laughs> i'd start jawing them up i mean it's just silly you didn't know we had exclusive thing from the kids i mom did not <laughs> no that was awesome <laughs> that was hey i'm the kids mom <laughs> that was <laughs> Not, he doesn't even say, she doesn't even say which kid, just the <laughs> Okay, kid. here's the next question. Who is the first person ever to lose $200 million in wealth? Billion. Billion? Elon. Wealth. Yeah, Elon. it's got to be Elon. Wow. Yeah. Shareholders in Tesla have got to be real happy with him. <clears throat> yeah. How do you fuck something up so bad, so fast? I don't know. It happens so fast. I know. I know. Now, we he bought... Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. But also, he he's losing money on um, on the other stuff too. Is is that yeah, right? Yeah, Tesla's value has just plummeted since he took over Twitter. Now, the conspiracy-minded folks are saying what has happened is the Saudis or whoever over in the Middle East are giving him cash to purposely tank Tesla so that they can keep selling oil. Oh. So that's what the conspiracy folks are saying. Jack, do you know anything about this? Like, I, I know. What's going on with Tesla? Are they blowing up or something? No, I just think it's a reflection of Elon Musk as a person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most they just, part. They're just afraid that it's not, it's not being managed well, right? He probably is not the best spokesperson for the company anymore. There should be a new Tesla guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, right. not saying somebody else has to own the company. He can still own it, but they should definitely get a PR team and fix it. I went to a parking space the other day, and the Tesla was over in my line. <clears throat> oh, and I said, "Fucking Elon Musk!" <laughs> Fucking Elon. Uh, speaking of him being the spokesperson, did did he ever honor his 
what he said he would do as far as the 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 Twitter vote that he actually started. <laughs> so no. what, so he is ready. He's ready for anybody to take it. It's just who's going to take the job from him. Who wants to run Twitter? Snoop Dogg he, wants he to run it. Snoop Snoop said he would. Yeah, it. Snoop a loop. Yeah, but <laughs> Snoop isn't showing up with and actually going to do it. I think yeah. it'd be great if he did that. Can you imagine if he did though? Like Twitter would skyrocket. Oh God, it it would be so much fun. I bet. I heard a sound clip on the news yesterday that uh, they're begging uh, Donald Trump to come back um, to be on Twitter, save Twitter. Oh wow! Guess who? Guess who said that? Who? Donald Trump. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They. It's always they. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Many people are Many saying. People, that's exactly what he said. Many people are saying that Twitter's going to be without Trump. Is what he said. God. Let's go to the third question. Uh, Which lawmaker was rejected three times on Tuesday and another three times on Wednesday in his effort to become Speaker of the House? I think that we all know this. Kevin Boy. Now, you have some uh, thoughts on this, don't you, Jack? We're going to talk about it in our special feature, oh. but you've been following it. Is it. I'm surprised a young person was following yeah, it. Yeah, I watched it every I day. It's awesome I watched English. it every day. Uh, Th- okay, and, thanks for that insight. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll just repeat what I said at the beginning. Um, I I believe our government works in some capacity. Like It's obviously a, a boat that's moving forward, but... It just looks broken to me. Okay. It don't mm-hmm. make sense. Mm-hmm. I believe I believe that things are going to get done at <clears> some point. See, I, I just think like, Jack, wow, it, it really is a boat. That the boat is moving forward, but it's also simultaneously sinking yes. yeah. as it's moving yes. forward. It's, <laughs> yeah. but see, here's the thing: you have um, different groups, Black Lives Matter, for example, and then you have like the alt right, like Jack's a part of. Um, <laughs> right? Am I wrong? About that? No, you're right. No, that's exactly right. Oh, no, this, no, you're not. I'm just kidding. Right. But, man, you picked a wrong time to become a, a white guy. Yeah, you, you're you going to be blamed your whole life for all the shit that Pro- we did. Probably, but, that you know, I think, I, I think if I just... Me and Whitey came under the wire. <laughs> you know, we got our entitlement, and then we're going we're gonna to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> probably sooner than anyone thinks, right. too. I'll but be- anyway, my point is... There's a lot of groups on both sides of the political spectrum that believe government is broken. Mm-hmm. Won't they understand, yeah, government is broken, and it's the rich people uh, fixing the rules and come together? That's what I want to do, Jack. Why don't you ever want people to come together? I would love for people to come together. Okay, good. It's Well, we'll talk <laughs> about it more. It's, they are placating this small little minority in their party so much. It's crazy, isn't it? It is nuts. If a guy dying on a football field can bring together all of the NFL fans in America, something else can bring us all together. Like It's funny. I thought about that, too. It's like, why does it take a dude almost dying to bring everybody together? Why can't we come together over something good that happens? I know. It's because our our true coming together (laughs) and our only thing we share now is NFL football. I think you're about right. It's, you know, it's, it's the only thing we all see now. We don't watch the same shows. We don't listen to the same music. We're all in our own bubbles, but NFL football comes together. That's now. interesting. Sorry to say that, in, uh, Major League Baseball and even yeah. NBA. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I, but I don't think I've seen us come together as a country like that since 9-11. I think that's the last time I've seen us so. coalesce. But, yeah. Oh, uh, great. Here we go. Okay. Nudger. Blue's Hi, baby. Hi. 
Okay. Which player of the Buffalo Bills collapsed on oh. the field after cardiac <laughs> arrest during the NFL football game? DeMar. DeMar Hamlin. Yes. Yes. You can take her upstairs, Jack. Thanks. Can I pick her up? Yeah. You can pick her up. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. There's Nancy, a contributor to our program earlier. There's Bob uh, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not brave enough to say that. That's why I whispered in there. Okay. Shank me on air. <laughs> oh, man. I had some thoughts on this. Um, so, the Buffalo Bill. So, he, here's the thing mm-hmm. that drove me crazy. So, he collapsed because of a freak hit. Yeah. Okay. Um, all of a sudden, the anti-vaxxer said it's because he had. Oh yeah. God, I saw that. I yes. mean, those people, those people who did that are despicable. Yes. Wait, people said he had COVID. No, they said that the reason he collapsed like that is because he had the vaccine. And here's my thing: they they started that narrative so fast. It's like, how do you even know? Yeah. Right? How do you right. know if he had it or not? Like, you don't know. You, you don't know. Despicable. Well, it's despicable. <laughs> I don't think we even know if it was actually the hit that <clears throat> caused it yet, right. or if it. This was something he had that at some point was just going to happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I also I also think that we and I was telling you this during the game, Chris. This is my wisdom. I don't think that I think the NFL is so part of our. It's it's like our number one touch base of culture that we're in it, and people do not criticize the NFL for what it should be criticized for. And what I mean by that is. You know, they have these um, people get so mad. Oh, he wasn't roughing the passer. But meanwhile, they get mad when uh, people's concussion protocols aren't followed. It's like, are we going to protect the players or not protect the players? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have all the people <clears throat> criticizing the NFL on TV who get paid to talk about the NFL, criticizing the NFL because the first reaction was, are we going to start the game over in five minutes or what? Yeah. You, you've heard them. NFL's despicable. They thought they'd start the game. I think those guys in New York had no clue what was going on. Right. They didn't I know. Like, I was expecting he, the game to keep going. Yeah. I would totally expect it. Did he hurt his, hurt his you know, leg? Well, he didn't, they knew he didn't hurt his leg. But if someone did hurt their leg, they'd be like, okay, we're going to start yeah. the game. It's, yeah. it's like they didn't know what was going on, and we didn't know what really was going on for a while. Yeah. So right. stop criticizing the NFL <clears throat> for we're going to play the game because all of us want the game to be played. You know what I think? I think people see something like that happen. They're in shock, and they want somebody to blame. They're angry yes. that it happened, yes. and they want to blame somebody. So it's, oh, the NFL said they're going to start after five minutes. They're heartless terror. It's like... <laughs> it's just you don't have anywhere to direct that emotion, so yeah. you don't. So you try and find a villain or a and scapegoat. Like I, I appreciate Demar Hamlin's family because they were a lot of people are blaming like T Higgins who Demar yeah. yeah. hit. Yeah, and they went out there and they're like, "You guys better fucking stop talking about T Higgins right now because exactly. he did nothing wrong." Right, yeah. right. And, like, like it was a dirty hit. No, no it, was a, it, it was a not, regular football right. play. T Higgins didn't even hit him. He had the ball. Demar Hamlin <laughs> hit him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Then you have. Well, his life was saved because of the quick response of the medical people. And I believe that, too. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Can we have quick response and good medical thing everywhere else? <laughs> can, can, yeah. Hello? Hello, it works. Can we have that everywhere? Football is yeah. one of the I most wish. dangerous sports, but because of how the NFL is set up with their safety and everything, I mean, he yeah, would they, have been they, dead. He would have been yeah. dead if the, if the NFL didn't have those precautions. But, Yes, set in stone. but yeah. my point is, people say that, 
And you, a lot of people are like, well, I'm not going to pay for uh, Medicaid for all and help uh, other yeah. people with Medicare. Yeah. But, well, okay. And then my last thing is that they don't say because people who I should I should fall in this category. When, look at me, fellas. I, you're going to after looking at me, you're going to understand what I mean by this. They need to say that the reason he's doing better is because he was in prime physical shape <laughs> and he took care of his body. <laughs> Because if someone hit me, <clears throat> big old fat guy, I'm dead. <laughs> Why? Right. Because I don't take care of myself like I should. Well, what's wrong with saying that? Yeah. Nothing's wrong with saying that. Well, I have, I've, I've had I've had that thought. Like, <laughs> that I'm out of shape? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, okay. I'm looking at you. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> but yeah. I've had that thought all week. Like, thank God he's a young, yes. in incredible shape guy. Right. You know? Otherwise, yeah. So... Anyway, I hope I, I, I my my prayers go out to the team because mm-hmm. it hurt them and to and to all the Buffalo fans and I hope they get their ass kicked today. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how they play. Yeah. Following, are they gonna? They play the rally. Ravens? Uh, they play, play the Patriots. Patriots. The Patriots. Yeah. And I, and Bengals now, play the. And Ravens now I gotta yes. root for the Patriots. Yeah. God, I hate the NFL. Okay, last <laughs> last question. Which states' weather have been recently affected by an astrophoric river? And a bomb atmospheric. Cyclo- atmospheric. And a bomb cyclo. Uh, ah. California. Wow. Yay. Thank goodness he Cyclos was here. the bird. <laughs> what is a bomb cyclone? Uh, that, I guess that is the weather term for a big-ass thing of rain coming in. Oh. So 5.5 inches of oh, rain wow. in San Francisco oh, over like 24 hours. Sp- specific type of storm or, or whatever. California residents are bracing for hurricane force winds, a possible another 8 inches of rain. Is is five point five inches of rain a lot? I mean, for is California it, is, probably is it enough to satisfy? Anyway, I'm <laughs> yeah. I always say less. Than, start calling you bomb cyclone, Chris. <laughs> I always say four. I always say four inches. Your stripper name, <laughs> bomb cyclone. <laughs> oh god! Can I get it off? Can I get the joke off now? Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, I said I always say four inches is a lot. <laughs> Man, I got all the favorite bitches say I'm delicious. I'ma have all you motherfuckers laying in ditches. I'ma kill all you rappers. I'ma aim with precision. They was rocking with your ass till they made it. Okay, that's the news quiz. <laughs> We're gonna take a break, and we'll be back with more past week next week with Chris and Paul. Yay! seven days so you don't have to you could join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060 we've been told that perfect mornings exist for the lucky few that morning people own the waking hours but the truth is mornings belong to all of us your mornings are what you make of them is saying yes. Starbucks morning yes. Look for Starbucks coffee in a grocery store near you, then sit back 
and enjoy the exceptional taste of Starbucks at home. Hi, this is Chickless Goose from Counterclockwise KC. Listen to our program each and every Saturday and Sunday at 7 p.m. right here on KCTK Radio. Personality Driven Radio. Hi, guys. It's your old friend Paul from KCTK Radio, reminding you again to download the KCTK Radio app. You're listening and you're going, I don't need the app, but you do need the app. Here's why. It's free, okay? You already got Candy Crush, all kinds of jack leg apps on your phone. It's free. It's free. <laughs> yeah, it's just free. give it for free. And then if you ever want to participate live sometime, you can put the notification on there. Also, you always can get the podcast on there as soon as they come out. So it's a fun thing to do. I'm asking you. I'm pleading with you. Please. You're going to have fun. I, I've noticed something about you. You're, you need to relax a little bit. You know, you need to kind of chill out. Get away from TikTok. Yeah, get away from TikTok for a little bit and listen to the KCTK radio app. It's free. It will get into your brain and it will never leave you. So join us on the KCTK radio app and have fun for once in your life. Do it the KCTK podcast way. This is Tracy from Tracy's Tips and Dips. Listen to the show every weekday at 1130 a.m. and our live show Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Welcome back to Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul. Yay! We're talking about the... Uh, Damar. Damar. Yeah. Go tell us what you just said, Boogie. I, I was just saying that <coughs> it... Uh, I mean, it, it affected me like all of us were affected, but f- for me particularly, I could tell. My, my kid was the one that uh, told me about it, and he plays football. Mm-hmm. He wears number three like DeMar. Wow. He's a safety like DeMar, wow. so I think it affected him a little bit. I bet. Um, Does he still love the sport? He still loves the sport. <laughs> he, he didn't want to watch the Chiefs game with me yesterday. Oh, wow. And I'm like, hmm. Interesting. But, um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see, you know, by... By the time his season comes back around, I'm sure he'll be over. Yeah, it. So, something that I keep thinking about, and it's terrible that that this happened, but I think it is somewhat healthy for the younger generations like myself mm-hmm. and kids in college right now to see something like that happen because it just puts into perspective for everybody that it can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and the last time that happened was in the 50s and granted you've seen people break their neck and go off in an ambulance but you haven't seen somebody, you know, yeah, their heart stop on the field, you know. Right. And I again, not good, but I But it is a, it is a, it's a reminder. It's a reminder, it's an yeah. eye opener for everybody. Um so not all Bad. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely definitely good that's coming out of it, and he's doing better. So well, yeah, awesome. especially the fact that he's on the mend and recovering and doing well. Then, uh, yeah, whatever good we can pull from this, right. better for all of us. I, tr- I try to help my kid too by telling him, you know, how <clears throat> one that he's doing better. Right? Yeah, he's fine. He's a young, healthy kid. They pulled out of it, but also I was, you know, trying to soften it a little bit. I was like. Man, that's one of those things where it had to be the hit in the exact perfect spot within a millisecond of how it's like it was literally a one in a million chance. Yeah. Which they were saying is true. But mm-hmm. that's but. true. And also, you know, it, 
life is random and, and you can't control things. It happened to be a big game, and yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, I don't want to get into this too much, but uh, Jack's mom is sick. How did that happen? It's random, right? How do people get in car wrecks? We lost uh, Chris's brother-in-law a few years ago, so I would tell him. I I would say to my son, you can don't be afraid of football because. It could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. You just got to take care of yourself and make smart decisions and try to enjoy the time that you have. Yep. Mm-hmm. And one thing that that I think makes me enjoy things God. is pop culture news. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it really is. Everything about pop culture Chris really is very knows, uplifting. Chris knows when I get too deep, I'm going to pull out of it. <laughs> yeah, <quick. laughs> he just knows me. Oh, folks. Well, hey, on the lighter side, Jeremy Renner. Oh, yeah. Speaking of another, speaking of another <laughs> yeah, thing. Another horrible thing. Jeremy Renner posts video update, ICU spa moments to lift my spirits. The actor posted a video on the Insta Stories portion of his verified Instagram account Thursday that showed him getting a scalp massage while wearing a plastic cap and laying in a hospital bed. The video was captioned, ICU spa moments that lift my spirits. Thank you, Mama. Thank you, Sister. Thank all for you for your love yeah he got in a freak accident with a snow blower he was helping someone it was like a snow <laughs> plow I think. Snow, snow plow, snow plow. <laughs> yeah was it? <laughs> it could happen too i don't know snow plow <laughs> yeah this is of boogie we help him please help him thanks for the call thank you <laughs> nice oh uh, yeah so that guy he rolled, rolled, rolled over him is that what happened? He thought he had it in park and hopped down. It's st- <laughs> but thanks, Paul. <laughs> he thought he had it in park. Uh-huh. It started backing up, and you know, it's, of course, there's snow and ice everywhere. He tries to jump on it, and slips, and it rolls over him. Oh my god! God damn! Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck! You know what should done? Done an arrow into it. Yeah, pulled himself out of it. Yes. yes. Been, yep. Okay. Oh. Well, oh, Paul. Sp- speaking of superheroes. Uh, Hugh Jackman really doesn't want Ryan Reynolds to get an Oscar nomination. Hugh Jackman took an Instagram to plead the Academy voters to leave Ryan Reynolds off the nomination list in the best song category for his performance in Spirited. In a retelling of Charles Dickens' classic A Christmas Carol, Reynolds and Will Ferrell sing Good Afternoon, explaining in the video what a domination for Reynolds would make the next year of my life insufferable. While we were glowing reviews of the movie itself, he said if Reynolds wins... He will gloat and will become unbearable. Let me just say this. I saw Les Mis with Hugh Jackman. You want to talk about unbearable? Yeah. It's Hugh Jackman singing. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, so. The so, man's terrible. I think I think he was joking and stuff. But oh, I, yeah. I want to act like he was real. Okay. The jealousy of these Hollywood actors <laughs> is despicable. It's, it's mind-numbing. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Question for Jack. Um, Wolverine. Fights Deadpool. Who wins? Ooh, I would, I would like Deadpool to win, but I think Wolverine would win. Okay, what if they teamed up and fought the Trans Orchestra? <laughs> I, I think I think the Trans Orchestra has no shot. Okay, huh. 
Fair enough. Back right. to you, Chris. Hey, thanks, Paul. <laughs> Kim Kardashian describes challenges of co-parenting with Kanye. I mean, wow. Yeah, wow, that's there's got to be some challenges in there. <laughs> Kim Kardashian is speaking out for the first time since her divorce from Kanye West became finalized last month. In a previously recorded interview with Angie Martinez on her IRL podcast published Monday, Kardashian described how she does her best to parent her four young children with West, who has changed his name to Yee. Co-parenting is hard. Kardashian said, yeah. "It's really yeah. fucking hard." Uh, could you, could Chris? Could you imagine? Thank you, Jack. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, what she has to go through trying to co-parent with, like, uh, I mean, he's clearly, he's clearly, <laughs> he clearly has mental issues. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. could you, could you imagine how hard that would be? Uh-uh. No, but you, Jack. I, I mean, Oof. Boogie. Could you imagine having to co-parent with someone you don't even like that much anymore? <laughs> yeah, nothing about that would be challenging. Uh-uh. <laughs> nothing? Nothing. Nope. Jack, what do you think? I, it would be very challenging. Yeah, I think so, too. Very, very hard. But here's a question I have. Hey, Kim. This is my question for Kim. Yeah. You never heard Kanye around the house talking about how much he hates Jewish people just once? <laughs> How come you're how, how come you're not how come you're so clear out of it you you know no one no one's throwing this on you you guys it took me a little I I my old place I lived I had two posters of Kanye West two Kanye West posters yes. and it took were they me. between the uh, Confederate flag and the and the Trump flag or they but it was a very nice room and then my room I just look around and I'm like damn anti-Semitism always yeah. just staring just staring at me just staring at you I, right it took me a while eye. to take the posters down but I, I finally took them down and threw them away good for you Jack I did I don't have them anymore but you are you were a lot liberal than your um, people you went to college with right from yeah. a political point of view extremely yeah well, now I know you I've heard that you grew up in the kind of a political family people were yeah. involved in politics something like that um, but you're you're um you got a lot of influence from your sister too, right? In what way? What I don't. Know, I was trying to think where you got this political view from. I. You I, think you got from your family? No, I think it really hit hard whenever Trump started running. Because okay. at that time, when I started working at when I was a young kid, I really just hated the whole politics thing. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it very much. And then when I started working, <clears throat> or I was about to start talking about when I worked at Best Buy because that was the same time. But yeah. like when 2016 happened, didn't care about politics at all. I've learned the fact that I do not like Donald Trump. I learned yeah. that. And then finally when I got about last year is when I finally started watching the news every day. And I so I finally and I kind of created my own opinion on my own. Good for you. Nice. And so I, I'm still on the right I believe I'm st- I'm still on the correct side. Yeah. I'm very lined up with you guys, but I mean it's just That's good. I Yeah. I don't know. Don't like it. That's good. Jack, I love that you said you created your your own opinion in yeah, you know, even I've say- never, I never <clears throat> even thought about letting my kids do that. <laughs> you know, yeah. Can I say one more thing about this story? Sure. I'm sorry, this is bugging me. Yeah. bad. Is this the yay story? The yay story. Mm-hmm. So it's a story. Kim Kardashian describes challenges of co-parenting. She doesn't describe anything. She just says it's hard. It's really fucking hard. Well, <laughs> that's the news story. <laughs> But if you notice, what? if you notice in the, the ne- le- next story is the same way, I pulled these from CNN, the uh-huh. most trusted source of news. <laughs> and the first two are from a uh, Instagram post, and the second one is they listen to another podcast. There's no reporting whatsoever. Oh, no, none. 
So back to me, Chris. Yes. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck had been blended family and Mockingbird-themed Christmas. Hummingbird-themed. Why am I... I don't know, but I, I just... I don't, I don't want people I'm reading it fast, but... Is it's just RG3? Like, no, I want to get through it. Yes. What? <laughs> asked if you were RG3. I didn't say anything that <laughs> No. No. You used two similar terms. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez have celebrated their first Christmas as Mr. and Mrs. <clears throat> Affleck, the duo who held their first two wedding ceremonies in, in, ceremonies in July... The first of two. What? Said they were sending a little holiday cheer to all. The couple celebrate Christmas with their 14-year-old twins, Emma and Max, who Lopez shares with Mark Anthony, and Affleck's kids, Violet, 17, Sheriffina, Mm -hmm. 13, and Samuel, 10, who share with Jennifer Gardner. Who cares? (laughs) I was was just about to say, why is this... Wow, you know how woo pop culture. You know yeah. we, you know we've been going along this, a couple years of people getting canceled. Right. I want Jennifer Lopez to be canceled. I'm tired of seeing her. Oh wow, oh, it's overexposure. Block. I, I mean, yeah, Jenny's. I don't. Care she's got a commercial her. out that I don't like, where she's like working out and she's stretching and she just yeah. looks silly. Just looks dumb, but yeah, I'm just it's just her. the overexposure. There's too much Jennifer Lopez. There's too much Kevin Hart. It's and the, the Rock. And too much The Rock. I just see see those folks every time I turn on the TV. We're ready for our special feature. Oh, that's exciting. And <coughs> indulge me, folks, because <coughs> once you guys ask questions about this, this week with the Kevin McCarthy stuff. Yeah. I thought I'm going to share with you what I know about leadership races. Well, yeah, you've been in politics. Leadership races. Yes, and okay. what and I'll explain that a little bit because I was in the legislature mm-hmm. and I was the minority leader. Uh huh. Okay. Right. And people don't quite understand. Well, maybe they do understand, but I'll just give a little bit of background because I I find it kind of funny that you think everything is going to plan and it really isn't. Gotcha. And. Chris, you you were uh, in government. People need to get out of the mindset that government people know what they're doing. Okay, yeah, because they don't. They're just yeah. trying to get by too. Okay, mm-hmm. so when I ran, uh, I ran several times, right. and then when I ran in two thousand and two for uh, the house, um, there was a there was a contentious speaker race going on between Russ Carnahan. Mm-hmm. And Mark Abel. Mark Abel was the speaker pro tem. Russ Carnahan was an up and comer, son of the governor. Right. Okay. And so, as a candidate, they would contact me. Hey, man, you need some help? Uh, we're here to help you. They both give me a donation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. And the idea was the more the person helped, the more I'd feel in tune with them. So when I'd go in, I'd vote for that person for speaker. Sure. Right. Okay. So, so if we're bottom line in this, they were. Pretty much trying to buy your vote. Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. So at that point, I kind of knew what was going on, and I needed all the help I could get. So I met with both of them, talked with both of them, mm-hmm. took both donations, and did not commit to either one of them <laughs> because I wanted, I still wanted the attention and the and the yeah. So what usually happens? So I won the race. I know. Surprised. Yay! Yay all, right, all, right, all right. So what usually happens is that each caucus, and that, that is just the group of the Democrats have their own little group and the Republicans have their own little group, 
Um, in Missouri, we call the Republican Caucus and the Democrat Caucus. Mm-hmm. In Congress, they call it the Democrat Caucus and then the Republican Conference. Oh. I don't know why they do that, but they do. Yeah. Because too many jokes about caucus and how big big your caucus is. Stop it. Yeah. So so we meet before before a leadership race. That's what they call it. And by the numbers, when we won, we weren't going to be in the majority. So we're now not voting for speaker. Yeah. We're voting for a Democratic leader. But usually each caucus votes, and then they go to the floor when they come together, and they all just vote the same way. That's why we've never seen what happened today, uh, this week mm-hmm. before, because they all get in their own little party, and they decide what they're doing, and then they go out on the floor. Right. That's what's so unique about this is <clears throat> there were those 20 guys who were not going to go along mm-hmm. with uh, the Republican conference. Okay? So so we show up. I show up to the, to the, uh, the night before the meeting, mm-hmm. and they're both talking to me. But then Ross Carnahan backed out because we were in the minority, and so... We all just voted for Mark Abel. Oh, wow. Mark Abel was a very nice old-time legislature, was used to being in the majority, then became minority leader, had no idea what he was doing. Oh, shit. Well, I don't know. He, he, his favorite thing was, whatever, you know, whatever you guys want to do, whatever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Which I can't, I cannot. I could be a politician. Yeah. <laughs> well, I cannot imagine Hakeem Jeffries saying, you know, guys, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. a strong leader doesn't do that. <clears throat> So we're in the minority. He's the minority leader. I am one of the new Democrats there, freshmen. Well, they got to assign us committees and everything, but, you know, I wanted to learn some stuff. So I started going to leadership meetings. Mm-hmm. And I was the only freshman there. Ooh. And then they assigned me to the budget committee. I was only freshman on the Democrat side on the budget committee. So I learned the budget process. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to be important layer in the story then mark decides he's running for auditor so he says of i'm not going to be state. yes so i'm not going to be the leader anymore this other guy's going to come in rick, rick johnson mm-hmm. we all supported rick because he was really aggressive and wanted to fight with the republicans and everything <clears throat> we picked a guy to be the minority leader named uh jeff harris okay out of columbia so Go that for two. We did one Mark for one year, Rick for one year. Then the next year was election. We lost even more seats. Yeah, people got mad at Rick because he was the leader. So he's like, "Well, I'm not going to run again." So they were mad because you lost more seats yes. while he was lead. Okay, uh-huh. gotcha. Okay, you follow me? Follow me, Boogie? Yep. Okay. Sorry if it's so boring. So we're going to make Jeff Harris the leader. Uh huh. Jeff Harris is this attorney out of Columbia, real smart guy, nice enough guy. Man, we're in a bind here. First time the the Democrats are in minority forever. We really need support for him. The people that were going to run for assistant leader was a guy out of Sugar Creek named Ray Salva. I remember him. And a lady out of of, uh, St. Louis named Connie Johnson. Mm -hmm. These were the two most selfish members (laughs) of 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 the House of Representatives. They were, uh, one was a drunk, one was a, uh, just a loud mouth, pushy person. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What? Boogie's thinking he really could get into politics. You the first guy, you were like, yeah. he's like, I don't know, whatever. And then this guy, you're like, he's a drunk. I'm like, damn, I really can't be a and they weren't, And they weren't at all going to be helpful to bringing people together. Right. So myself 
And my buddy Trent Skaggs, who's in the house, we go, we gotta get someone else to run. We just gotta get someone else to run for this. So we asked Rachel Bringer, John Burnett, um, um, Clint Zweifel. He later became treasurer. Yeah, I know him. Um, Trent um, himself, uh, uh, Margaret Donnelly, uh, Judy. I don't think Judy was there yet, but it was a bunch of people, and they're like, "No, I don't want to do that. That's stupid. Only right. an idiot would do this." Ooh. So I, I see where this is headed. <laughs> we came to the conclusion there was only one idiot to do this, and that idiot was me. Mm. So I had to get my votes. Yeah. Yeah. And the way it works, a lot of people were wondering about the Kevin McCarthy thing. Where what, why can't it just the person with the most votes wins? You have to have the majority of the body, mm-hmm. and that's how it worked in leadership races in Missouri too. Um, so there were seventy-eight of us. She had to get what was that forty? What thirty-eight? Thirty? Yeah, 30, something like that. Yeah, to win, you can't just have three people run. And, oh, okay, and mm-hmm. if the way it worked is the. You would run the first time. If someone didn't have that master majority, then the bottom would, and they'd go again. Oh, okay. Uh, so, what's 78 <clears throat> divided by 2? What is it? Oh. 35 plus 4, 39. So, you'd have to get 40. 40. So, you'd have to have 40, okay? Yeah. Let's just, I don't know if exactly the yeah, number. You can read the enough. book. Um, so, I start calling people around, and I call the leader of the Labor Caucus. This is guys who were either labor members or really wanted to help the labor unions. And his name is Tom George. I called him and I said, I've been asked to run for minority leader or minor, assistant minority leader. I want, want to get you guys' group. Assistant to the minority leader. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That was assistant. And so he says, no, you weren't. You just want to do this. And I said, <laughs> He called you out. And I said, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> So any any nonetheless any uh, politician that sits there and says, "Well, I've been asked to do this." No, you haven't. You have so, your own ambition and you want to do it. So if a politician face. says, "Many people are saying," yes. or "Many people are they, telling," yeah. they okay. And I don't gotcha. want to overgeneralize, but they're always lying. <laughs> okay, one hundred and ten percent of the time, which isn't even a real number, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, that was even a lie right there, <laughs> right? Yes. So then I went and spoke to them, tried to get their support, and called other people, and, and, and it was like 8 o'clock in the morning, we were meeting at noon. So we go and meet at noon, and Jeff wins, minority leader. Uh-huh. Um, then there's a vote, and it was something like 35. No, it wasn't that much. It was something like uh, 35 and 5. Oh, okay. Gotcha. For me, 30 for me. Nice. It wasn't maybe that high, but it was so overwhelming that yeah. it's like, okay. So then they drop? Drop that. And then, of course, I won. Yeah. Because I had the extra ones. Wow. But you didn't win that first time because you didn't hit the 39. That's right. That's right. And that's what happened to yes. Whistledick. That's what <laughs> happened with him because he didn't have enough. Yeah. And he would have had enough if all the Republicans would have voted for him. Okay. Got gotcha. you. Now, one thing is, is okay, so from there, then you go to the floor with the Republicans. Mm-hmm. And the first thing in Missouri, you get sworn in by the Secretary of State. For some reason, in Congress, you have to have a vote for a speaker before you're even sworn in. Which yeah. Is, yeah, that is doesn't weird. doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. In Missouri, you get sworn in, then you vote for a speaker. 
which makes sense to me. So, so I'll get to that. I'll get to that when I was there. But we we were the minority, and Jeff was the minority leader, and then Rod Jett became the majority speaker. Well, then Jeff Harris does a pretty good job. I look back, and I was kind of a thorn in the side because I always want to be in on every decision. I wanted to sit there. I'm the assistant. I want to be here. And, you know, after being the minority leader, which I had a great assistant, but I would have been like, shut up, stupid. You're not the <laughs> but I was always there. Always there. Uh-huh. In the middle, I wanted to be part of every decision there was. I wanted to know what was going on. This this was old Paul. This was back very ambitious. Um, well, I had the thing, Chris. I was really good, and you guys worked with, worked with me. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong. But I think I was good at bringing people together. So I wanted oh, to be totally. part of that, and I wanted to bring people because you needed it more than ever. So Jeff starts running for attorney general, but doesn't tell anybody. And everyone starts getting mad at him. Oh, wow. And because he's using this, his platform for the caucus instead. And then the last day session, he does, I'm, I'm running for uh, attorney general. And we're like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he probably shouldn't be minority leader anymore. He hemmed it hot, and then finally he he resigned. So at the uh, next caucus meeting, we had to vote for a new minority leader. I had to call. I had everyone's name. I called everybody. Wow! Counted the votes. Mm-hmm. So that's when you saw that dust up with Matt Gates. Yeah, somebody was counting votes, and the votes were wrong, mm-hmm. and it pissed him off. Okay. 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 And well, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead. No. No. Just um. How? How did they count the votes wrong? Don't you think somebody had to have turned? Someone lied. Yeah. Somebody lied. So my theory is this: Matt Gates voted present, and I think they knew he was going to, and then he voted present, present at the end. I think he lied about it. You think? He I was think that's why they were so mad at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think they lied about it because counting votes. I was we had a bill where we got rid of uh, campaign finance limits, mm-hmm. and my friend who who I actually love, Jamila Nasheed. Oh yeah, now she lied to me about her vote. Oh wow! And I went down, and there's a picture of me that was in the St. Louis Post Dispatch of me doing this, doing this to her. Because she she looked me in the eye and lied to me, and it made me mad. Even though I had other people in the caucus who weren't voting, because they're like, "No, I'm not voting with you." Yeah. Damn it. Wow. So that's what I think really happened there. Mm-hmm. And um, because it because it switched like that. Did you notice? Wow. And then he yeah. threw out the sign adjourn. Okay, so I become minority leader. Congratulations. Best. best <laughs> I become the, thank you. I'm the minority best best there ever has been, right? Of course. First one from Jackson County ever. I'm thinking, man, this is. I'm probably gonna. I don't know, ticker tape parades or yeah, probably, sure. probably gonna be president yeah. someday. After me. Yes. Yeah. No one cared. <laughs> no one cared. So we went through went through another election cycle. Getting getting to the majority is the big deal, and mm-hmm. so we picked up seats when I was a minority leader that time. Okay, but not enough to make the majority. Yeah, but we didn't get enough. So some people in the caucus were not happy with me. Oh, but it really wasn't because of that. It was Ray Salva and his group of people who didn't like me from the get go. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so another guy was going to run against me for minority leader come the new election time. Well, this is just this is just how it goes, folks. It's so funny. 
I call everybody on my list, and I know they're yes or no. Okay, mm-hmm. I got it all lined out. And then a real good buddy of mine, former representative Mike Tallboy, comes in and goes, "Man, I don't think you got the votes. I think probably what should happen is you step aside." Um, other guy becomes the leader, and I'll become the minority leader from Jackson County, so we're still represented. <laughs> okay, suggestion. He left, shut the doors, all in my office. And I, thought, I did just one of these. <sighs> Picked up my list, called everybody. Wow. Because counting those votes are important. Yeah. Yeah. As we saw this week. Mm-hmm. How they kept going on when they didn't have the votes didn't make sense to me this it week. It didn't make sense to me either. Why? I, I don't I don't know why they kept coming back and doing more yes. votes. He had to have known he didn't have the votes. Yeah. I don't get it. So then we go into caucus, and we have election, and I win. Congratulations. Yeah. Congra- congratulations. <laughs> I really need it from Jack. Okay. So then I'm, I'm the Hakeem Jeffries, all right? Well... Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, I just compared. Uh, I played little league football. I'm the, I'm the Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> okay. So we're there, and then we're voting for speaker. Mm-hmm. And typically, this is how it goes because this is how it went. Someone nominates Rod Jett for speaker mm-hmm. from the Republican side. He's the greatest guy there ever has been. And then someone nominates. The Democratic leader, mm-hmm. and someone nominated me. He's the greatest person there ever has been and should be the speaker. <laughs> and then we go vote on party lines. Uh huh. We lose. Uh huh. And then I say, I move that we vote for Rod Jett by acclamation. Well, that's very gracious. That's what you. That's kind of what you do. He didn't have the votes anyway. You might as well do something nice. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. Then when we move to. Um, uh, the assistant leader, we we have to nominate for the speaker pro temp, which is the vice speaker, really. Okay. And Brian Pratt gets nominated for that. Mm-hmm. J.C. Kuzner gets nominated for that on the Democratic side. Um, the coups. Then there's a vote. Well, Brian Pratt wins. I move we do by acclamation. No. Someone says no. <laughs> so we have to have a vote. And everyone votes for Brian Pratt Except for one Trent Skaggs. <laughs> your, your friend Trent. Who said, no, I don't like that guy. He's not good to us. I'm not voting for him. <laughs> the best ever. Okay, that's hilarious and awesome. Wow. So then um, it was another election cycle. We picked up more seats. Again, we were like three down. We didn't have the votes. I was nominated again for speaker. I lost. So I've only, I've only lost twice for speaker. Wow. Kevin McCarthy lost 14 times. Yeah, he's like seven times better than you. Yeah. Wow. But. Congratulations. I don't know if the math (laughs) works out. So that whole. So with the McCarthy thing, every time they had to stand up and go, I nominate Hakeem Jeffries. I think at some time, come around maybe the 11th time, you'd say, I nominate, I nominate Jeffries. Sit down and just. Yeah. But they had to, they do that stuff. And we did that in the house too. It was so irritating. <laughs> did you, you find it irritating? Did you participate in that? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I guess I should go back further. Go one step further. So then I become the senator. Yeah. Okay. They're all thinking, well, he's going to run for leader. He was the leader of the house. They were right. I was going to. <laughs> well, then I 
Then I ran and I lost by one. Oh wow! Because someone lied to me. Jamila? No, no, oh. she was with me. She was my okay. main person. Oh, but it was someone from Kansas City. Um, really, Jay Holzman, but I don't want to say the name. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I lost there, and I was oh. treated like shit afterwards because I tried to go for the thing, and yeah. then it's, and that's how it goes. Yeah, right. You were like the lion that tries to take over the pride, but he loses. So now he's the outcast. Yeah, he, yeah, right. So, but that whole spectacle of every time they got to say the nomination, and then. And then, then here comes Kevin McCarthy. I don't know if you know how many times you watched it. They ask him to vote, and then he votes, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, It's just like, enough. Yes. Yeah. Enough. Just get through it. Yeah. Because if you notice, too, they, they didn't have the votes. By the time they got to the Ds, they didn't have the votes. Yeah. But they go the but whole they had to way keep going. through. So the broken system of that is they should get sworn in first. Mm-hmm. Maybe the vice president comes in or somebody. They should get sworn you in know, first. That's... Maybe the uh, chief justice. Mm-hmm. Someone. Then they're really Congress people because they're making a decision. Yeah. How Kevin McCarthy can deal with these people who didn't vote for him. When you're a caucus leader, that's the only thing you need is their vote up front. Yeah. And then you should have enough respect for them to say, I want you to be with us. We're going to try to get some things done, but also you have to vote your district. Yeah. That's how I always was. And I don't ever remember winning anything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good strategy. So make sure you do it that way. Can I say, though, there was one upshot from all of that this week, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and it was all of the pictures uh, or the memes that came out of George Santos uh, mm-hmm. throughout the week. That was fun to me. Seeing yeah. him sitting by himself. Yeah. Another thing that bugged me too was they they one time that I saw him vote and this lady stands up and she has her two young sons with her and she votes and they stand with her. And yeah. I'm like yelling at the at the computer screen, You're working. Why do you have your kids there? I know they're there for swearing in and all that stuff. The Lavotas won the best dress hey, family hey. at the inauguration one time. Really? Congratulations. Nice. Congratulations. I'm part of that team. What do you mean? I'm there. I thought you'd tell this guy right here. He was like four years old Mm -hmm. and a little short, little blonde kid. And he had a little tuxedo on (laughs) because it was the inauguration. Yeah, it was cute as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) And we walked around with him. And we walked around with him. Oh, God. We walked around with him and we told everyone he was Governor Blunt. Oh, because he was very short. Yeah, short, blind, oh, and young. Wow. So that was fun. Yes. Good job, Chad. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And then, and then, have you watched, how late did you watch it on Friday? You you watched it the whole night, didn't you? I did fall asleep. I did not watch oh. him actually get elected, but I was. I watched the whole time, and then they, you know, people came, people had to come back to vote. Uh, am I feeling sorry for a congressman? No. Who makes two hundred grand a year, all the staff, and really doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. Marjorie, what do they call her? Marjorie Trailer Park Green. Uh huh. She wasn't even on a committee. <laughs> oh, right. She got all of her committees taken away. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I'm supposed she to do? feel bad that you had to come back and do your job? Yeah. <clears throat> Probably busy planting pipe bombs somewhere. Yeah. I so, I don't know how they're going to proceed forward. It's going to be a dumpster fire yeah. for two years. Yeah. There's no way it can be anything else. 
and it'll be fun to watch. A lot of people online, and we're saying, well, why don't the Democrats just vote for him and get something out of it? There's such division now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Democrats would vote for Kevin McCarthy, and I don't know if he would ever ask. They're the enemies. Yeah, they're the enemies. It's horrible. And it's just nothing is going to happen at all, and it's going to further make it to where President Biden has to do stuff on his own, which is going to make them say, "Yeah, see, he's overreaching." He's doing too many executive orders. Uh-huh. Well, you're not giving him any legislation right. to sign, so, yeah. Jack, I mean, I'm sorry, Boogie, you seem completely bored with my story. Any <laughs> questions? <laughs> questions about that? I didn't mean to be self-indulging, but I just... No, it was a great... No, I was I was intrigued. I wasn't bored. I, you know, I'm not as, as, you know, my political acumen is not as deep as... Well, it just... You, so. It just... It's just intriguing. It's a the whole... It's a personal relationship, but also there is a lot to, um, hey, I helped you get elected. Will you support me? Uh-huh. Right. And you can say they're buying votes, but really you support like-minded people a lot too. So uh, to make it sound better. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so when I went to the Senate, I was in charge of the election committee and I would help people. Yeah. And then I ran for leadership. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So Because I was trying to do that. But... Um, there's a lot to that, and I just don't know how they're going to be able to handle. Well, here's what's going to happen: they're going to lose the majority. Republicans are in two years; they yeah. just are. Yeah. And I, yeah. And why Kevin? If Kevin McCarthy, why he would give um, uh, any type of uh, anything to these people that humiliated him just doesn't make sense to me. Nope. So did they end up voting for him ultimately because everybody was just tired and just ready to get the fuck out of there? I think so. I think so. <laughs> like they're like okay. And they this, got these con- is- they got these uh, agreements. One of the agreements was they're going to cut military spending and they're going to put Matt Gates on one of the prime military committees. Oh. I personally believe I was told I was a kook yesterday when I shared this with a friend. Uh huh. I think it's because they're Russian assets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me take one step back. They don't maybe they're not even smart enough to know the Russian assets, mm-hmm. but I think all the propaganda with Russia and Trump. Also, oh, like Trump, and so yes. they yes. they want to weaken Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I really, in my heart, believe that that there was that thread running through there. Oh, there has to be, and they've been open about they yeah. want to weaken Ukraine. Right? Yeah, we shouldn't be involved. We shouldn't be giving Ukraine money. Da, da, da. I, I I shouldn't go as far as saying they you know they are the Manchurian candidate or whatever thing. Yeah, you know they aren't themselves assets, but yeah. there's that thread. Yeah, and it, it just mind boggling me. But I want to tell you one last story. I started when I was in the, in the legislature a crab boil. Uh-huh. Me and my friend Trent. We'd get everybody together one night and boil crab and hang out and drink and eat the crab. Oh, that sounds fun. Okay. For the Democrat caucus. Yeah. Drawn butter? Yes. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. I like that. That's good. J.C. Kusner brought a big pot, mm. boiled it up. Mm. Well, I made this thing where I invited one Republican, David Pierce out of Warrensburg. Uh, he was yeah, a nice, David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Yeah, like funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. you. So I'm sitting there about to go to the event, and a man by the name of Brian Pratt comes in out of Blue Springs. He was the speaker pro temp. He was so rude to us when he had the gavel. Everyone hated him. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I I got along with him. He was okay. He came in. Hey, can I go to the Democratic Crab Bowl Caucus? Interesting. (laughs) No. Of course you can. (laughs) 
you're the you're the everyone hates you and, and <laughs> this is just for our caucus. I, yeah. Ha 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 ha. You know, thinking he's joking around. Yeah. You start talking about something else. He goes, "Hey, really? Can I can I go to that thing? <laughs> Why? Um, likes grabbing. I, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. You know, we only invited Ryan. Just invite Pierce. He's probably not gonna go. You know. Uh, talk about something else. Hey, Paul. Can I really, <laughs> can I really go? Can I can I really go to this? Um. Oh, okay. That's what I said. There is a characteristic in some politicians, and Kevin McCarthy has it. It's called no shame at all. Yeah. He doesn't care if he debases himself Mm -hmm. and begs. But that quality is really valuable in politics. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Pratt had it. Wow. And that's, that's what I think... I think about that story with Kevin McCarthy because he went to everyone, please, I want to be speaker, I really want to be speaker. You're going to be humiliated 15 times. I don't care, I want to be speaker, I just want to be speaker. God. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. Have you guys ever wanted anything that bad? No. I've wanted lots of things. Yeah. No. Nothing like, that bad. I would have stood there and said, F you guys. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd pull the what that guy did on that video. I'd hit him and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> boy. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I, I would go. I would just at some point I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, and that's either because my ego was too big or my ego was way too small. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know which one it is. I don't know. I don't know if that's big ego or small ego. Because I'm the same way. I'm not going to beg. Yeah. Um, but it may be because I, I don't know. My ego's too fragile. Too fragile. Yeah, yeah. Maybe mine is too. Yeah. Maybe fragile's the right word. Jack, have you ever begged for anything? Um, no. Okay. Boogie, I can imagine you ever do that. No. Yeah. I don't think I care enough about anything. To yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe it's that's just a complete disinterest with life that keeps <laughs> yeah. me from begging yeah, for anything. Like, oh, yeah. God. I might ask ask a second time, but then after that, I'm like, okay. Yeah. So with that said, I just don't know how he's going to be able to get through yeah. it. He promised everything to everyone, and they all knew he's a liar. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that was a flop of... (laughs) Hey, but at least it was long. (laughs) I liked it. I feel feel a little more educated. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. See, you're so nice. (laughs) Let's go to headlines and predictions. Oh, God, yeah, this is... uh... So, folks, this, this segment here, we take actual news stories ripped from the headlines... And we write our own punchlines to Somehow, them. though, I call Chris my best friend, and even though Boogie and Jack were there for me in this last segment, and he just made fun of me. <laughs> yeah. Talk about debasing myself. I know. Hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, be true to the, the nature of the show. Okay, back to you, Chris. Yes, thanks, Paul. Uh, and in an interesting follow-up to what you just it's talked about, you said, Paul. It's because you said at least it was long. <laughs> <laughs> He's really bothered. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, The House adjourned for a third day without a speaker after Republican leader Kevin McCarthy fell short of the votes he needed to become House Speaker in an 11th ballot. This was put together Friday afternoon. Right, yes. 
breaking a 100-year record with the 10th vote. McCarthy's latest losses came despite concessions he offered to a group of 20 hardline conservatives blocking his bid for the job. Republicans negotiated through the night and hinted that they were near a deal as McCarthy proposed more concessions. But some far-right lawmakers said there was nothing he could do to win their support. However, McCarthy dug deep, and relying on his complete lack of shame and insane ability to cuckold himself, he finally secured the votes and became the weakest speaker in our nation's history. Paul? Thank you. You made the segment longer, but... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Chris. President Biden announced a major shift in his immigration strategy, expanding the use of the Trump administration's pandemic air policy known as Title 42, which lets border agents expel... Um, uh, asylum seekers at the border. The Biden administration plans to turn away migrants from Cuba, Nicaragua, and Haiti, but introduce new ways for up to 30,000 a month to enter the U.S. legally. One new way was suggested by Missouri Senator Josh Hawley when he said, only let the white ones in. (laughs) Chris? Thanks, Paul. Russian President Vladimir Putin called for a 36-hour ceasefire in Ukraine for Orthodox Christmas. The Kremlin said Putin ordered Russian troops in Ukraine to hold their fire starting at noon Friday after Patriarch Kirill of Moscow, the head of the Russian Orthodox Church and a Putin ally, issued a call for a Christmas truce. Putin said the ceasefire was necessary so the Orthodox faithful in war zones could safely attend services on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And what happened then? Well, in Kiev, they say that Putin's small heart grew three sizes that day. (laughs) Just kidding. Ukraine knew it was a ruse, and Putin is still an asshole. Paul? Thanks, Chris. Just an aside. Do you see how you're able to laugh? I love it. I think it's great. That could happen with mine, too, sometimes. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. The estate of the police officer Brian Sicknick, who died a day after clashing with rioters during the January 6th Capitol attack, sued former President Donald Trump, accusing him of stoking the violence with incendiary lies that the 2020 election was stolen from him. Lawyers for Sicknick Estate said Trump intentionally riled up the crowd and directly encouraged a mob to attack. The GOP defended Trump by saying, yeah, but Hunter Biden has a laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Chris, say thanks, Paul. Not so hard, is it? Nick Cannon has words for anybody who thinks he's had too many kids. My body, my choice. He appeared on CNN's New Year's Eve show, and co-host Andy Cohen asked him if he'd consider getting a vasectomy. Cannon's response to that question was vague, but Cohen pressed the father of 12, saying, Do you want to hit 20? Cannon's honest answer, Clearly, I don't have a plan. That should have been clear from the jump. Cannon welcomed baby number 12 last month. Cannon did divulge, however, that he is running out of names for new kids. So, taking a page from another prolific family's playbook, he plans to name his latest child Josh Duggar. Paul? <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <Wilson>, finally, <laughs> Travis City, Michigan, cops were called to, to a disturbance at Christmas party at the Hotel Indigo. Apparently, a man in a Grinch costume got in a fight with another party goer in a reindeer outfit. When the fight spilled out in the bar and into the lobby area, a hotel, a hotel employee tried to intervene. And that's when things took a nasty turn. Instead of fighting each other, Mr. Reindeer, Reindeer and Mr. Grinch turned on the poor employee, and Mr. Reindeer shoved him to the ground. The Grinch then pummeled the poor guy, 
giving him a black eye and breaking his watch. The cops arrived after getting things under control, arrested the Grinch, and charged him with the assault and battery. Mr. Reindeer got a warning that he was now on the naughty list and was banned from any further reindeer games. Aww. <laughs> all you motherfuckers lay in the ditches. I'ma kill all you rappers, I'ma aim with precision. They was rocking with your ass till they made a decision. All my friends making mans cause they know I'm my vision. A lot of entertainers crash, I can see the collision. Yeah, that was... Uh, it just didn't seem to go with Reindeer Games, did it? <laughs> Whoa. Is this the trans orchestra again? Sounds yeah, like it, it does. So that was, that was headlines and predictions. <laughs> Can't find my headlines and predictions anymore. Oh, no. Chris? <laughs> hey, thanks, Paul. Yeah, where did that go? I don't know. It's weird. So anyway, folks, we made those headlines up ourselves. We did not steal them from any professional joke writers. No, we didn't. A yeah. lot of people thinks that we think we did. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. Many people. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. They. They. Okay. <laughs> they. They're saying. They're saying. So we have uh, a week coming up. We've got you prepared. Totally. <laughs> from last week, we got you ready for next week. What yeah. do you got going on next week, fellas? Man, um, for me, not a whole lot coming up this week. Um, it's going to be a lot like figuring out at work, what do we do? Now that our team is smaller, do we need to reorganize? How do we shift responsibilities? Just boring stuff. Ew. So, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just, And other than that, I don't have nothing going on. Boogie? Nothing, not a whole lot. Just re- I, I've been out, not out of work, off of work. Two and a half weeks. So oh, so really? Wow. Oh, you're probably Lucky. excited to go back. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> trying to reacclimate myself yeah. to, uh, to work. That's that's it. that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Not now, you got some exciting stuff coming up, Jack. Uh, well, next week, if we're talking about what, what we're doing this next week, um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I have a job, but I haven't started my job yet till the end of the month. Yeah, and you start what day? Uh, I fly out January 22nd. January 22nd. So up until then, you're spending time with family and helping with that. And yep. Every once in a while, just kind of walking over across the street to see your uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the show's so much better now. Yeah. There, <laughs> there we, we go. go. Okay. Check, baby, check, baby. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Check, baby, well, check, baby. One, two, three. Yeah. Thanks, for, um, thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. So um, for me next week... Um, it is uh, Madeline C. Lavoe's birthday tomorrow, oh, so happy birthday to her, 26 nice. years That's old. That's exciting. Birthday. Happy and, birthday, uh, Maddie. Other, other family news is that Megan Louise Lavoe, the voice of KCTK Radio, right. is now an official member of the Symphony Choir. Hey! Oh, That's nice. fantastic. Good so, for her. She keeps singing. She might be in the trans orchestra someday. She might be. Yeah. So that'd be exciting. And, uh... That's ex- that's a uh, that's really stuff. cool. Yeah. yeah. So uh, congrats yeah. to her. <coughs> and I, I'm still coughing. To you. But it's not going to stop me. It's not going to stop me at all. In fact, it's time to close the show, Chris. All right. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for tuning back in. I know we've been gone a couple of weeks. Um, we really appreciate you guys. The show wouldn't be the same without you. We appreciate you uh, 
Also, all of your participation in the show, you can always call us at 913-735-0060, or you can email us at pastweeknextweek at gmail.com. And uh, on behalf of Paul, this is Chris saying goodbye. And on behalf of Chris, I want to leave us with a fun, inspirational song. It is Matthew Wilder with Break My Stride. Oh, wow. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. Jack, you don't know this song. Fuck you, this is in my playlist. No, really? I'm gonna be honest though, I always thought this was a girl singing it. I can't believe you know this. Whoa! I want to. You guys are digging it. I also want to hear your, your, your commentary on this video. Well, like I, I really thought. This was a woman that was singing this song. Oh, like that guy looks like a woman. Well, and I think I'm wrong. Um, this is definitely a voiceover for the video. <laughs> yes, yes, not yes. singing live right there. <laughs> I'll say this too. This was this solid gold, or what is this on American Bandstand? If I was still watching cartoons on Saturday morning, to where, like. Soul Train or or one of those shows came on, I kind of got depressed as a kid. Like, okay, it's time for me to get outside. I've been sitting here too long. Too long. As much <clears throat> as I did love music. It, so who know. do you think is a greater genius of performer? Matthew Wilde, yeah. Barber, or Kanye? <laughs> you should put up, take down your Kanye posters and put up They're gone. Matthew. Put up, I will. Put up. I'll put Matthew up there. Okay. Look at him. Such a little twerp. <laughs> Real quick, I'm surprised you guys didn't bring this up in the pop news. I just have to say this. Yeah. I feel like Rolling Stone's 200 top singers list is an absolute fucking travesty. Yes. I haven't looked at it. I know they put it out. Celine Dion did not make the list at all. Which is all. just crazy. Kelly Clarkson is like 190-something, and fucking Beyonce is number eight. No. Who's <laughs> number one on there? I don't even... Aretha Franklin. Okay, I mean, I can't argue with that. I mean, yeah, it's top top ten. Yeah. The top ten you could pro- other than Beyonce. Yeah, the top ten you could probably shuffle around, mm-hmm. right? I get, it. but Celine Dion not being on the list at That's all. Crazy. Okay, did Anita Baker make the list? Anita, she's my favorite vocalist of all time. Anita Baker made the list. Yes. I, I feel like she was a little too far down the list. Okay, but she's on the list. Okay, Kelly Clarkson, who can sing. Anything error yeah. should not be in the 190s. Yeah. Where was Matthew Wilder? <laughs> he was like seven or eight. <laughs> How deep do you go in? Oh. That sweater. That sweater is dope. I would wear the shit out of that sweater. And he's got like nine pleats on his pants. <laughs> you have some real. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda. If you want more information about this content, then you have some real weirdness going on. You can always check out KCTK Radio on Facebook. Listen to live programs at kctkradio.com. Yes, and that is on the World Wide Web. Thank you.